is for Resurrection Sunday morning. I know the world calls it Easter. We call it Resurrection Sunday. So we have our little ones that are going to be practicing something downstairs, those that are toddler to five. They will be participating in Resurrection Sunday as well. To the teens that are 13 to adult, we will be putting on an Easter production here as we always do about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Anyone that is interested in participating in that play. Come and see me after church today so that I can get you put down on the list. Rehearsals start for that play two weeks from now to three weeks from now, depending on how the other rehearsals go. But last, 
I wanted to announce that we have a brand new routine this year for our Resurrection Sunday, and it involves having 15 people that can stand and perform and lift up cards like this. You will lift them up. This is for our teens to our adults, and I need, we have two already committed because I haven't asked anyone yet, but I would like the adults and our teenagers to do this part. You don't have to act anything. You don't have to say anything. This is all done to music. So that rehearsal will be starting next week as well. If I can get the 15 people. I believe it in the Lord for the impossible and the possible this morning. Amen. Praise God. In saying that, amen, our service is going to proceed now. Sister Maxine will be blessing us with a praise dance this morning, amen. This is Black History Month, amen, praise God. And uh, I know Pastor Adam will be sharing some stories as the month goes on, amen, about black. I love learning about them, amen, praise God, and I know we do as well. But I know he's going to be teaching and preaching about receiving that Holy Spirit this morning as well, amen. So at this time, we welcome Pastor Adam, amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. What a blessing it is to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Praise God. And it's so good to see all of your smiling faces this morning. Can I see your smiles? Praise God. <laughs> Youth group is again this Friday. Praise God. They come up sooner than we think. And so uh, it starts at 630 and I believe it goes to 830. 630 to 8:30. So youth, you got another fun night planned where you're going to learn something, praise God. And um, one of the things that you learn in youth group is just how to be more social. Praise God. Talk to one another. Ooh. They're going to cook something. Don't burn nothing up down there. <laughs> praise God. But it, that's going to be a lot of fun, and we just thank the youth group leaders, you know, for taking on that responsibility, and uh, certainly it is not something to be taken lightly, because as a parent, as a parent, praise God, let me see the parents in here raise your hand. I don't care how old your kids are. How many of you want to see your kids serving God? Amen. That's everybody that was a parent, right? kept their hands up for that. And we know the importance then of having that right influence in their lives. And so that's why we're thankful for youth group leaders who are young enough. I'm too old to do that, okay? There's too much of an age gap for me to be really relatable to the youth. They look at me and they think they're going to the principal's office or something. <laughs> Praise God. But see, our younger people, they can bridge that gap. I was once there. I was once a youth leader. Praise God. I once taught the nursery class. Little poopy diaper kids. <laughs> Didn't change them. Sent them right back to their parents when they did that. Praise God. But you know what? I will say this. That was the best class that I ever had. They didn't talk back. <laughs> they didn't get mad at me. Praise God. And, and they were easily influenced. I could make good impressions on them. So that's where I really started at in serving God is with the little, little tiny kids. 
and I just continued to graduate. And when I got to the adults, I said, please send me back to the nursery class. <laughs> God said, no. <laughs> well, praise God, this is where I am today, pastoring, and it is a blessing. It, it, it truly is a blessing to pastor. It comes with its challenges, make no mistake, like everything that is rewarding. It comes with its challenges, with its responsibilities, its accountabilities, praise God. But when God puts you in a position, praise the Lord, he puts you there because he wants you there. He puts you there because that is what he made you for. Amen. And when you embrace your purpose and what God has made you for, you feel good about it. Amen. Life is a lot less tasking and taxing. Praise God, because now you feel like you're doing what you were born to do. Anybody want to do what they were born to do? Anybody tired of doing things that they feel obligated in doing? But you really want to fulfill your purpose here. When you do, when you decide that is what you want to do and you begin to take steps of faith in doing so, that step of faith, even though it's going to be a scary step of faith, once you take it, you are going to be so glad you did. And you're going to say, why didn't I take that step of faith sooner? Yeah. Praise God. And I'm not here to really talk about any of that this morning. I'm here to talk about... Uh, really being filled with the Holy Spirit. And I want to present to you the Holy Spirit in a way today that you are going to really desire to be filled with the Holy Spirit. See, because a lot of times, and I have come across this in uh, my journey, praise God, that people are scared to be filled with the Holy Spirit. People have come up to me and said this. That they're scared. And see, that's okay if you are. I'm going I'm to get rid of that fear this morning. Yeah. Praise God. I'm going to get rid of that fear once and for all if you're scared of the Holy Spirit. And you really shouldn't be. Because how many of you really want to do what God has called you to do? You really, really want to do it. I want to hear some amens, praise God. If you really, really, truly want to live the life that God has called you to live, how many want to live that life? Say amen. Can you get excited about that life that you want to live, that Jesus Christ gave his life for, that he rose from the grave for? How many of you want to fulfill that life? Say amen this morning. Praise God. See, that's the excitement that the Holy Ghost brings into our lives. And he gives us power to be able to do it then. Without it, we don't have that power. Without that Holy Spirit, we don't have that power to really fulfill the purpose that God has called us to. We will wander through this life trying to do this, trying to do that, trying to make this work, trying to make that work, trying to make relationships work that we shouldn't even be in. Praise God. But with the power of the Holy Spirit leading and guiding our lives, we can do all things. Praise God. Praise God. So that's what I'm here to talk about this morning. Isn't that exciting? 
<laughs> see, I there is a reason there's so excitement in my life. And see, when I rest, when I re when I go home and relax, I practically crash, Sister Charlene. I really do. I, I feel like I am so worn sometimes. But you know, that's just God and knowing what he's doing. He provides that rest too, doesn't he? And so when you, when you finally can just kick back and relax and, and just rest for a while, because he's going to restore you and give you more energy so you got more energy to give to somebody else. Praise God. Anybody ever heard of a brain bypass? A surgery. A brain bypass surgery. There is such a thing. There is such a thing. I, I looked it up. You know, it came into my mind, right? And I'm like, is there such a thing as a brain bypass surgery? So I looked it up. I'm going to use that metaphorically this morning as I bring about the message that God has laid on my heart. And I'm actually, I actually called it brain bypass and because this is part of the journey. In our journey, we need to bypass our brains. Our brains are in the way of us fulfilling what God has called us to do. They truly are. So we need a brain bypass. Praise God. My wife just uh, signaled me, so I got to now pay attention. So what, what is it, Sister Wife? Amen. Amen. Oh, praise God. Oh, she doesn't want to read it? And that your name is Eileen, correct? Aileen. Aileen. Okay. Praise God. And you know what? My apologies because Aileen has been here, I think, four or five times maybe, even maybe even more. And your little son has been here with us? Your nephew, okay, praise God, he's been here as well. His name is Carter? Connor. I just get names wrong all the time. <laughs> so y'all aren't the only ones, Monique and Vanessa. <laughs> Not the only ones. And, and I guess that's why some people call me Pastor Adams. They say, hey, he gets names wrong, I might as well get his name wrong. <laughs> praise God. So... We appreciate you, Aileen, in coming. And this is Sister Helen's niece. Praise God. I'm starting to put the pieces of the puzzle together right. Amen. And she has a testimony that she, would want to, she wants to share with us this morning. And as Sister Lisa said, it is going to be a reading, you know, that she sent to Sister Lisa. So Sister Lisa is going to read her testimony this morning. And I believe you read it to me already. And it is awesome. Praise God. And uh, then Sister Maxine has a praise dance that she is going to share with us. So Sister Wife, would you come at this time and go ahead and share it? Thank you, Brother Pastor Husband. Praise God. <laughs> we call each other these names all the time at home. Amen. <laughs> but... Uh, Aileen, when we were having our church service on, um, she sent this on January 29th, 
at 10 of 10 in the morning. Amen to the, the Moving River Ministries Facebook. And she says, now, and I have to preface this, when we hear a message over the pulpit, sometimes that message might not be for you per se for that day. But that when the word comes forth, it might be for that person that day. Or if the message comes forth and it's not for you that day, it might be for you two days after or three days after and then you're thankful that you heard that message and you remember the word that you heard and that you felt in your heart and then you're able to take that word and apply it. What this is a testimony of that today, amen, that the Lord's word never comes back void. It is always gonna touch somebody and make a difference in their life for good, amen? She says, and she was too nervous to share it, so, but I'm going to share for her. Hello. I just wanted to say thank you. I just started coming to church three weeks ago with my Aunt Helen. The first message you read was Prodigal Son. Pastor Adam, you didn't know it, but you were preparing me for a huge life event. I am adopted, and for many years I looked for my birth family. I did a 23andMe test and bam, I found a biological aunt. She didn't want to reach out to the rest of my biological family. I was scared and probably just not ready to take the next steps. Anyway, this Friday, I got a message from my biological sister. I got the message that you are wanted home and if I want, they want to meet me. I was sitting there meeting these new people, my new extended family, and I was sitting there thinking about the message, about abundance, and how my family has given me so many gifts and how wealthy I am because I am so loved. But to my found family, I am like the prodigal son returning for the first time. Having lived this amazing life, they had a very different life experience with very different struggles. The moment that I realized I could share my abundance of love and allowed myself to be welcomed, we were able to celebrate. <laughs> Sorry if that sounds jumbled. I am still processing a lot of emotions 36 years in the making for me to be reunited with the people who wanted me to have a better life for myself, but thank you, amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise for this amazing testimony, amen. 36 years in the making, amen. So when the Lord tells us to be patient, amen, sometimes we just need to be patient and let the Lord work things out the way that he needs to work things out. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's give the Lord a hand clap and praise saints of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That's the power of the Lord. Amen. Nothing but his power. And see, his power is derived from love. That's God loving you so powerfully, and he loves us all just the same. Sister Janelle, praise God. Give us your testimony this morning. So, um, last year in May, I moved out of one apartment and I moved to what I consider as a dream apartment because it's a single family home. Where we were living, it was two family duplex, and I was not happy. 
bought a book that I'm supposed to do when it comes to the government when you have Section 8. Thank you, Lord. 45 days, I reached out to my former landlord in regards of my security deposit. I left the place immaculate. I even did extra things in there that made it look better. At first, he seemed like he was a stand-up person, and I was patient with him, but then it seems like he, the demon came out of him. Mm-mm. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Jesus. Why are you not keeping that faith? And then I hear the devil like, you don't lose it. Why are you believing it? Look what happened. 
blessing that Sister Lisa helped me with, that God blessed her to bless me with, cleared all of that. And I'm like, at the end of the day, I go through so many trials and tribulations. I'm 38 years old. Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. We appreciate that testimony, Sister Johnnell. And um, one of the people that helped with that financial blessing is here this morning, remaining anonymous as well. But God knows who you are, and you know who you are, and thank God for you. That is the love of God again, that power of his love. There, there's nothing that even can compare, praise God. Sister Maxine, would you come, and we're going to go ahead and worship God along with you as you do your praise uh, dance this morning.
Thank you, Lord. Yes. Thank you, Lord.
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord. At this time in our service, we are going to uh, take up an offering and then we're going to dismiss these kids to go down to Sunday school. Praise God. And um, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Come on up here, uh, Jasir. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Appreciate all of you being here this morning so much. Appreciate Jasir. Praise God, taking up the offering this morning. And those of you who are online, you know what to do at this time. Go ahead and follow the PayPal, PayPal path and donate as God has blessed you to donate. And if you feel more comfortable sending in a blessing, please send it to Moving River Ministries at 453 South Main Street, Wilkes-Barre, 18701. God bless you. Go ahead, Jasir. Amen. Bless the Lord. So while um, Brother Jasir is taking up the message, the uh, offering, let me just clue you in on a little bit more that I'm going to be bringing out in the message this morning. As we've already heard, this month, February, as recognized annually, is Black History Month. And I am going to just uh, give us a little bit of black history. And uh, it, it's, it's always nice to do that. But you know what? Our history is so um, combined and intertwined. Praise God. Black history does not escape other parts of history either. You know, and there's only one race, and it's called the human race. Man puts different labels on things when you fill out applications. Are you a member of what member of what race you are? There's but one human race. There's really no separate black race and separate white race, Hispanic. But man puts these labels on us and then wants to then have us focusing on our differences instead of what's in common. And what's in common is we're all human. And we should all be treated that way, human. Praise God. So I'm going to be talking a little bit about um, black history as well. Thank you, Brother Jasir. Appreciate that very much. But those um, of you who are going to go downstairs, at this time you can go ahead downstairs, and I will see y'all in a little bit. Praise God. Praise the Lord. We did get, receive a prayer request this morning, and um, I just want to share the prayer request with you, and this is from someone I met with recently, and they have a desire to bring their family to church, and um, he apologized this morning, and I'll just share his text message with you because he asked for the church family to pray. And he said, Pastor Adam, and he put an S on my name, Adams. Okay, and that's okay. And, and, the, and I think maybe why people do that is because maybe they think Adams 
is my last name. And that would make sense since everyone calls me Pastor Adam. Well, most everyone calls me Pastor Adam instead of calling me Pastor McGahee. And I'm all right with that. So if y'all want to call me Pastor Adams, I'm good with that. He said, Pastor Adams, I'm so sorry for my absence. I did not forget to come to the church either, me or my family. He said, we have had a tragedy strike our family. A member of my family was shot and killed. We have been mourning this death and trying our best to keep our family as close as possible. Please keep us in your prayers. <clears throat> and keep my family in your prayers and I will be there very soon. And he wishes to speak with the congregation when he does come. He said, again, I apologize dearly for this. Praise God. So let's keep um, Damon, and that's Coach Damon, in our prayers. God knows what their family is going through. And when you go through a situation like this, it is real important that your family come together. Because it is a hard thing to get through. Praise God. So our prayers are with Coach Damon this morning. And so let us pray. Father, we thank you. We appreciate you, Lord. Lord, you know how much this family needs you right now in this time. And we thank you, Lord, for binding them together with cords of love that cannot be broken. My God, but those cords of love are extended, my God, as we wrap those cords of love around them from a distance, oh God, as we come together as their church family and we pray the power and presence of you, my God. Be with them, Lord, hallelujah. In this time, do what is miraculous, only what you can do, my God, hallelujah. But we thank you for the power of prayer and this family reaching out to their extended family, my God. Hallelujah, Lord. And we just thank you, Lord, that we do what we can do in prayer at this time. And we just give you all glory, all honor, and all praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. What an awesome God we serve. And... Uh, <laughs> Last week, as Sister Lisa mentioned, there were eight people that get, got baptized. Praise God. I believe most of them are here again this morning. And uh, some of those that were visiting, you know, um, are not here this morning. But we have, is that Robert with us again behind you, Josh? Yes. All right. Robert, we appreciate you coming back again. Praise God. If you come again next Sunday, Robert, please make it a point. That will be your third Sunday. You will have started a new habit, praise God. <laughs> praise God. So we appreciate you being here with us again this morning. Baptism is so important. And uh, we appreciate those who did get baptized. Praise the Lord. And we do have a adult afternoon coming up and that's going to be Saturday the 11th where the adults get together here at the church and we're going to go downstairs and there is a uh, foosball ping pong praise God and uh, uh, cornhole game that's beanbag toss and we're just going to have some fun fellowship and maybe some snacks praise the Lord 
And so we are looking forward to that and hopefully all of you can make it. The time is going to be from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Saturday the 11th from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Praise God. And I got lots of notes here this morning. Praise God. And I just want to share with you what God has laid on my heart in regards to the Holy Ghost. Amen. So important. We do not want to go through life without the Holy Ghost. But before we get into that this morning, I want to tell you um, just a little funny story. Okay, um, there were three pastors. They all decided to go out fishing. So they're all in this boat together. And um, they decide, you know what? We never get an opportunity to let our hair down. So let's just be honest with one another and let us share what is our greatest struggle, our uh, temptation or our sin that is greatest in our lives. And so they all agreed that they would. And so the first pastor, he says, well, my greatest struggle is gambling. He said, I go by a casino and I can't help it. I'm drawn in. I got to go in there and I got to play some kind of gambling machine. And so and then the second pastor, he says, well, my greatest struggle, I hate to admit it, but it is adultery. I've committed adultery several times and no one knows about it but those that I committed adultery with. But that, that's what I want you to help me with. That's my greatest struggle. That's what I need you to pray about. And so the third pastor, he remained there in silence. And he wouldn't say anything. And they said to him, you're not getting off this boat until you tell us what your greatest struggle is. He still wouldn't say anything. And they said, we're serious. We're not getting off this boat till you tell us what your greatest struggle is. What is the greatest sin that you struggle with? And he finally said, my greatest struggle is gossiping. And I can't wait to get off this boat. <laughs> Praise God. Isn't God good? Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> and I want to share another, and I think this is a little bit of a funny story, too. He's, it says, one uh, Sunday morning, a man comes to service, and he's dressed in an old, beat-up T-shirt, old, beat-up, raggedy jeans, and he's wearing an old, dirty, uh, ripped-up baseball cap. And so he comes in, he sits down, he enjoys the service and everything, but this disturbs the deacons and some of the other members in the church. So they go to the pastor afterwards, they rush up to him and say, Pastor, Pastor, you got to talk to this man because you got to tell him he can't come to church looking like this. And so the pastor, he approaches the man right after service and he says to him, he says, you know, um, I'm glad you came to church and everything, but I want you to go home and I want you to pray and ask God how you should dress when you come to my church. And he said, okay, pastor, I'll do that. So the man comes back the very next Sunday dressed the exact same way. 
the exact same way. And the pastor comes up to him and he says, now I told you that you should go and pray and ask God how you should dress before you come back to my church. And he said, pastor, I did exactly what you told me to do. And he said, God answered me and he said, he didn't know because he's never been here before. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> you know, I share those funny stories with you because it's good to laugh, for one, but okay. the message that I'm getting ready to deliver is very serious. It is very serious. Praise God. And the seriousness of it is, this is your future. Your future is very serious. Anybody want to have a bright future? Anybody want to have a prosperous future? And I'm anybody want to have an abundant future? Anybody want to have joy unspeakable in their future? Praise God. See, this is the seriousness of having, receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. See, because the Holy Ghost can provide all those things that we just raised our hand and said yes to. The world does not care one iota whether you have those things or not. But the seriousness of having God and the power of God in his life is he does want you to have those things. And he's already provided. Can we say amen? God is good. So, um, black history. Let me share our, our black history highlight this morning. Black Israel. Anybody ever heard of Israel Houghton? Man by the name of Israel Houghton. He's won a couple Grammy Awards. Let me tell you his story. Praise God. Israel Houghton. He was born in May, on May 19th in 1971. He's an American contemporary Christian music singer, songwriter, producer, and worship leader. He is usually credited as Israel and New Breed. That's the name of his band. Israel Houghton was born to a young, single, white mother in 1971. His father was black, and they were in Iowa in 1971. Her parents tried to convince her to abort the baby. As a matter of fact, they insisted that she have an abortion or she was to be kicked out of their house. Her choice was to have the baby. And she wound up in San Diego in her eighth month of pregnancy, alone, confused, and addicted to drugs. One day in passing on the street, a lady witnessed to her about God's love and forgiveness. That was the day that this young mother chose Christ as her savior. She was given a Bible by the lady that witnessed to her. 
And she began to leaf through that Bible and she saw the name Israel over and over and over in the Bible and she decided that would be the name for her baby. <clears throat> in essence, by naming her son Israel, she was committing that baby to God. The baby grew up with an incredible musical gift. He was able to play almost any instrument he put his hands on. Today he is, again, a songwriter, a composer, he's a producer, he's a worship leader. And as he matured, he began writing worship songs. He started his own band. He's been nominated many, many times for Grammys. He's actually won twice. I tell you this story this morning. Because too often, children like this become only statistics to the negative side of life. But his mother made a bold decision, and that bold decision was to have her baby. She got kicked out of her house, but she still decided to go on with the pregnancy, praise God. She committed her son to Christ, and the rest is not just history. It's not just black history, but it gives us an awesome witness and a hope of what God does. Not just what he can do, what God does. When we agree with him and his word. Amen. Praise God. So that's a little bit of black history for us this morning. And that, you see, when we talk about black history, we don't got to go way back in time. People are making black history today. Can somebody say amen? Amen. And that's why I say our black history is so intertwined with everybody's history. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. So now I'm going to go back to the beginning of my message this morning. Can we turn in our Bibles to Luke chapter 11? Luke chapter 11. Finally going to have some scriptures with the message this morning. Praise God. I hope you've been blessed thus far anyway. Amen. Luke chapter 11, and we're going to look at verses 9 through 13. Luke chapter 11, verses 9 through 13. See, our focus today is we got to ask, and it says it's going to be given. We got to seek. That's when we find, but if we ain't seeking, we ain't finding nothing. And we got to knock, and it shall be opened. But we got to do those things, ask, seek, and knock. And in Luke chapter 11, verse 9, it says, And I say unto you, ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth. And he that seeketh findeth, to him that knocketh it shall be opened. In verse 11 it says, If a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask an egg, will ye offer him a scorpion? If ye ding then, being evil, 
That's me. That's the question is for me. If I being evil, if Pastor Adam, you being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly father give the, somebody say Holy Spirit, to them that ask him. To them that ask him. You got to ask for it though. He's not going to force his Holy Spirit on you. You got to ask him for it. Is it a good gift? Amen. Does God know how to give good gifts? Does he give the greatest gifts? Can we outgive God in gifting? Amen. So the greatest gift that we are going to receive from God is his Holy Spirit. Amen. I preached some messages last year and they were titled, God wants you, power wants you, and love wants you. And there was a reason why all of these things want you. God's power wants you. We are using God's power, but God's power wants you to use his power to fulfill his purpose. Can somebody say amen? amen. It's not about fulfilling the things that we just want to fulfill and achieve those things that we want to achieve. Reach the goals that we have set for ourselves. There's some goals and accomplishments that God has set for you. And that's what we need to be concerned about in using the power of God, using the love of God, and using God himself. God is the one whose power we are using. In essence, we are using God every day for his glory or ours. That is the question you got to answer. In receiving the Holy Spirit and in asking for the Holy Spirit, it requires, <laughs> it requires us to bypass our brains. It does. See, because being filled with the Holy Spirit also, um, there is a gift of the Spirit. It's called speaking in tongues. Anybody want to receive all the gifts that God has for them? Amen. Do you really want it? Does God want you to have his best? When the prodigal son come back home, did God give him the best? Does God want you to have his best? So is the Holy Spirit his best? Praise God. It truly is his best. And we got to recognize it as his best. That is the power of him living in us. Anybody want to go back to what they used to be? No. Anybody? <laughs> does anybody uh, have that memory of what it used to be like? Uh-huh. Of the struggle of your life and what it was really like. So anybody want to go back there? Anybody want no. power over their <laughs> present circumstances? Anybody have circumstances that they want to come out of, that they want to walk away from, praise God. The power of the Holy Ghost will give you the ability to overcome those things. And let me tell you this, it's already been provided. 
We just got to receive it. Anybody got sins that they're struggling with like those pastors did? <laughs> Amen. See, we, we pray and pray and pray and pray and pray and ask sometimes, but God has already provided. It's time to receive. I believe we're standing in the way of receiving, and that's why we need that brain bypass. And let me explain. There is a, a procedure that is called cerebral bypass surgery. And it is performed to restore or revascularize blood flow to the brain. A cerebral bypass is the brain's equivalent of a coronary bypass in the heart. The surgery connects a blood vessel from outside the brain to a vessel inside the brain to reroute blood flow around a damaged or blocked artery. The goal of bypass surgery is to restore blood supply to the brain and prevent strokes. And I got that from an article that was provided by the Mayfield Clinic. Praise God. But I'm going to talk spiritually about this bypass that we need on our journey. Anybody ever come to a, um, a road where you now got to take a bypass? Praise God to get to where you're going. Amen. There's bypasses all along the highways and everything to get you to where you're going. Praise God. We got to bypass some things on our journey. And this morning, we're going to have to bypass our brain that is standing in the way of us receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit. And I hope to walk us through that this morning. Praise God. In Job chapter 22, let's take a look at Job. Because in Job chapter 22, there's some verses of scripture that I believe are going to help us do this. Job chapter 22 and looking at verse 21 and 22. And it says in that uh, passage of scripture, it says. Acquaint now thyself with him and be at peace. Thereby good shall come unto thee. And verse 22 says, receive, I pray thee, the law from his mouth and lay up his words in thine heart. Praise God. In the English Standard Version of the Bible, the actual words there are agree with God. Not acquaint now thyself with him, but agree with God. Anybody want to be in agreement with God this morning? And see, in order for us to acquaint ourselves with God, we got to get to know God. Amen. And, and it's not talking about just being an acquaintance of God, showing up every now and then and say, OK, God, I'm back again. God's not look. God doesn't need acquaintances. God wants his children to be his children and he wants his children to have an intimate relationship with him. He wants his children to agree with him. Because whether you agree with him or not, he's right. He's going to be right, and we're going to be wrong if we decide that we're not going to agree with him. Does God want us to be healthy? Somebody say amen. 
Does his word, does he, did he go all throughout his word healing? Amen. So he wants us to be healthy. Is God rich? Does God want us to be poor then? When the prodigal son came back home, he gave the prodigal son everything that he had. Restored him. And the one that had, the older brother that had stayed there with him was the one that was in lack and everything around him was abundant. Go figure. Go figure. Praise God. We can be right in the presence of God. Abundance all around us. Abundance all inside us. And we go around looking down. Feeling deprived. We need a brain bypass. <laughs> Praise God. We really need a brain bypass. If God wants us to be healthy, why do we do things to destroy our own bodies? And we do. Sometimes we cause our own illnesses because we do things to destroy our own body. Is this not the temple for the Holy Ghost to dwell in? Why do we tear it apart then? Why do we attempt to destroy it? Listening to that voice of the enemy. Praise God. And then we wonder why we're in a bad mood. We feel depressed. Life doesn't seem to give us the results that we really want. And then we, we remind ourselves, I've been listening to the enemy. Why'd you do that? Why, why did you choose to do instead of agreeing with God's word? When we agree with God's word, we recognize that the enemy is a liar, isn't he, Sister Charlene? He's the author of confusion, isn't he, Brother Mike? So why do we choose then to listen to the enemy instead of listening and agreeing with God's word? See, who wants to agree with God's word this morning? Who wants to be in agreement with God this morning? When we get in agreement with God, we ask him for the Holy Spirit so we can stop listening to that enemy. Amen. In Matthew chapter 18, and we're going to look at verse 19 and 20. It says this. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. Who do we need to agree with? We need to agree with God. We need to agree with his word. Amen. We need to become acquainted and intimate with his word. God is his word. Amen. You get a bit of the word every time you come to church. Praise. I pray that you're in agreement with it. Anybody agree with what God says in his word that you are? I, can we agree what his word says I am? Because the world will tell you what you are, and it will tell you way less than what you truly are. But do you want to agree with you are who God says you are? Anybody want to agree with that this morning? Say amen. Amen. I'm a child of God. Amen. I am victorious. I am powerful. I am loved. Praise God. I tell you about my Holy Ghost experience. Amen. <laughs> and this was many years ago. This is back in 1989. And uh, I had gotten out of the service, praise God, 
did four year, four and a half years in the service, came home, my mom was saved. I had gotten the news while I was in Germany that she had gotten saved and I need to come home and find out, you know, I, she done joined a cult. <laughs> so I came home, she witnessed to me about all the glory of God and how she gave up cigarette smoking, which was her biggest struggle. And um, the pastor told her to go ahead and light that cigarette just like she normally would do. Put it in the hand that she normally would light that cigarette. Get her lighter, light that cigarette. And right before she lights it, say with a loud voice where somebody else could hear her. Say, I love this cigarette more than I love Jesus. For somebody else to hear it. And she couldn't do it. She put that cigarette down and she never smoked another day in her life. Can we give God the glory? Amen. Amen. See, God gives us that kind of power. God gives us that kind of power over anything in our lives. Can you imagine somebody addicted to pornography and somebody now comes across him or her watching this pornography and then they got to say, I love this pornography for somebody else to hear more than I love Jesus. And they calling themselves a Christian. I don't believe they could do it. See, because we try to hide things from one another in the church. How much, more, <laughs> how much more do we want them to hear? We say we love these things more than we love Jesus. I don't believe we could do it. So if you're struggling with something like that, the very next time that temptation comes your way, say it loud enough for somebody else to hear that you love that thing that you're struggling with more than you love your Savior. Praise God. The power of the Holy Ghost is real. The power of speaking in tongues is real. See, because you begin to speak in a language that only God truly understands. And for you to even understand it, he's got to give you the interpretation thereof. Amen. So when I got saved. I got baptized in Jesus' name in 1989. At that time, I believe I was 24 years old. Long time ago, Sister Vanessa. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. I had hair back then. Oh, yes, sir. Praise God. Other than that, I don't look too much different. It's just the hair that's gone. That's right. Praise God. Smile's still just the same. <laughs> but I saw the joy. Woo! I saw the peace that my mom and my sister had, praise God. My sister Lois, who's on the phone right now, she can't be with us because she had knee surgery, praise God, and she's recovering from that knee surgery, and she is doing beautifully in her recovery. Her physical therapist was there the other day, and they told her, they said, you know what, we don't see people improving the way you are already until a week into their recovery and it was two days after that she came to see sister lois and she was able to lift her leg higher than
than most people could even do in a week's time. I said that is God expediting her healing, restoring. See, man can do, man has the knowledge to do all these kind of procedures, but only God has brought about the healing process in the body. Amen. And man can't even really explain it. Hallelujah. The healing process. But God, God has put that inside of us. Just like he puts his Holy Spirit inside of us to heal us and restore us to once we, what we once were, praise God. So getting back to my story in regards to when I got baptized in Jesus' name, got filled with the Holy Ghost. The day I got filled with the Holy Ghost, right, is about a week later after I had got baptized in Jesus' name. Okay? I got baptized, got all wet and everything, came up praising God, just filled with joy and happiness, feeling clean. I mean, that was the cleanest that I felt, no soap or anything, no scrunchies or anything to wash all the dead skin <laughs> off and everything. But it was the cleanest that I ever felt in my life because the cleanness went beyond this outer clean. There was an inner cleaning that took place, praise God, because if there was a repentance and a remission of sins and that cleansing went from the inside to the outside, praise God. And so when I got home, when I went to service the next Sunday, Praise God. And I know when I'm talking about this, some of you are thinking about your Holy Ghost experience. And when you got uh, filled with the Holy Ghost and started speaking in tongues, praise God, you're bringing back some memories there. And when I received the Holy Ghost that next Sunday, praise God, at the altar. And there were people around me, they were praying. Some of them went to speaking in tongues, praise God. And I wasn't hearing anybody. I was just worshiping God. I was just going, I was just in the zone was me and my Lord. I blocked everybody else out. All I was doing was worshiping, praising God, but I was opening my mouth. See, God does not force us to open our mouths, does he? No, he Moses went to him and told, Moses said, I'm not a good speaker. God sent him anyway. See, God is not going to just give, let us Rest on our excuses. The Holy Ghost is for all of us. How many people did Jesus Christ give his life for? The whole world. The Holy Ghost was poured out for all of us to receive it. Amen. And they didn't just speak in tongues on the day of Pentecost. All throughout the book of Acts, they spoke in tongues, praise God. And it continues today. It continues for your own edification. Amen. Yeah, there's tongues that come across sometimes and they are for the edification of the church. But mainly, tongues are for your edification. Amen. So I spoke in tongues that day in church. Aileen, I did. You know, and um, speaking in tongues was one of those things that I wasn't accustomed to doing. And I heard people doing it, but I'm like, okay, this is kind of strange. <laughs> uh, you know, a bit on the weird side. I'm just being honest now, okay? Because some of you may be thinking the same way. It's kind of weird, kind of strange. Uh, this is not what I'm used to. I didn't grow up this way, you know. Uh, my experience with church was in the Baptist church. They didn't do that there. Okay, but holiness churches and um, Pentecostal churches, they did it. Amen. And I was like, okay, this is different, a bit strange, but it's Bible. 
It's truth. It's a gift from God. It's the evidence that I'm filled with his Holy Spirit. It's a language unknown to man. Unknown to man. Yeah, there are different kinds of tongues and there's tongues all throughout the land where people speak in different languages. But when you are speaking this heavenly language, it's an unknown language. Some call it gibberish. But see, it's the foolish things of this world. God will use the foolish things to confound those who think they are wise. Amen. See, but in the foolishness of God, there is power. Woo, unspeakable power, praise God. And see, that's why people look at you sometimes and you, you already got some of the power of God active in your life and they're saying, you know, how are you able to go ahead through life knowing all the different things that you have been confronted with that you've had to overcome and deal with and you got a smile, you got joy, praise, you got a testimony, praise God. But see, if you got some, how many you want more? Glory to God. Glory to God. And see, this is where I am sometimes, even in learning. Anybody learn new things in the Bible? Amen. You know, and sometimes pastors, preachers, ministers, they kind of make it seem like they know everything. Let me tell you something I don't. I am constantly learning. I am constantly receiving. And for any man to come and stand and say that they know all there is to know in the Bible, they are a liar. They can act like they've known it for years. But honest people preaching and teaching the word of God, they will tell you right up front, I am still learning. I am still growing. I am still becoming, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Let me move along, praise God. But no, I, I got to stay here for just a moment because I didn't finish my story in regards to speaking in tongues. I spoke in tongues that day, uh, Nicole, at the altar and everything. And let me tell you something that the devil did. He said, you spoke in tongues, but you don't believe you're filled with the Holy Spirit. That wasn't real. And I, and I went home feeling a little bit confused. Why? Because I had turned my ear to the author of Confusion. I was entertaining what the author of Confusion had just told me, whispered in my ear. He didn't say it loudly. He said, it wasn't real. <laughs> let me tell you what I did that night I went home and I had a little talk with Jesus I got down there in my apartment and I began to pray all by myself in my room all by myself and I said Lord I know you're real 
I know your word is real. I agree with your word. And I receive from you the gift of the Holy Ghost. I started speaking in tongues like nobody's business. Praise God. And I spoke in tongues. And I spoke in tongues. And I spoke in tongues. Praise God. I didn't have a clue what I was saying. I didn't care what I was saying. But I said, this is real. Praise God. I ain't trying to impress nobody. Praise God. I just wanted confirmation from you, my Lord, that you are real. Your word is true, and I agree with you. Thank you, Lord. I had one of the most glorious times in my life that I have ever had in the presence of my God. He showed off for me. See, I needed that kind of evidence for myself. I didn't want nobody to tell me, oh, you got the Holy Ghost. No, I came and told them. <laughs> I came and told them what God had done for me. And see, God doesn't love me any more than he loves you. God gave this gift to who? He poured out this gift for who? Somebody say for me. <laughs> Praise God. But you got to ask him for it. You got to ask him for it. See, let me go to Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20. Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20. And it says in Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20, it says, I am crucified with Christ, and nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life I live, now live in the flesh. I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Praise God. See, if you aren't born again, you must be born again. You must be. You got to be born again. Every person has to receive the Holy Spirit for their born again experience. Because the life that you're going to live, you got to live by the faith of the Son of God. Christ has to come and live inside of you. Christ doesn't come and live inside of you just because you were born. You got to be born again. Praise God. Jesus has already paid for you. The price. The price for you. It's just a matter of Will you make him your Lord? Will you make Jesus your Lord? Somebody say amen. amen. So if you have never made Jesus your personal Lord, praise God. Today is your opportunity to do that. Then once you get born again, the Bible also says that for us to have victory and power in our lives, it's not us living, but it's Christ living in us. So you got born again. Some of you got born again last week as you went down into the water. You repented of your sins. You were washed, oh God, for the remission of your sins, praise God. And they, you were cleaned up. But now you got to be filled up. You got to be filled up because there, <laughs> I'm telling you, you're in a danger zone. You're in a danger zone because you're already cleaned up. Your house is swept and garnished. It's, it's clean. And the enemy will go. 
And he'll search in the dry places and he'll say, you know what, I'm going to go back to my house where it was comfortable. And he's calling your cleaned up house his house. Just like Johnnell cleaned up her apartment, got rid of it, praise God, and the enemy didn't want to give her money back. But you get all cleaned up and everything, then the enemy could want to come back. And he want to bring seven more devils worse than him. See, let me tell you why the importance of this message that I preached this morning. Because too many times I have baptized people in Jesus' name. They didn't get filled with the Holy Ghost and they went back out to their old ways. They went right back out there in the world. But the Bible says the last state of that man is going, is going to be worse than it was before. He's going to wind up worse than he was before. Because you think about it, how bad I was before I came to the Lord if I was seven times worse, Brother Josh. Can you imagine where I would end up? unrecognizable by any of you, I'm sure. My God. See, this is the importance of the Holy Ghost. That's why I made it funny in the beginning, because this is some serious stuff. But you know what? The power of God is for you this morning. It is for you to have it. In Acts chapter 1 and verse 8 says, But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Witnesses. Praise God. Jesus said he would give us power when the Holy Ghost came upon us, and that includes a lot of different things. Not just speaking in tongues. There's a lot of gifts that come with the Holy Spirit. In John chapter 3 and verse 5, John 3 and verse 5, it says, Jesus answered, and he said, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of the water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. In Acts chapter 2 and verse 38 and 39, he says, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Anybody want their children to have this kind of power I'm talking about this morning? Amen. They want to have their children be the overcomers and be the victors in life and have all the blessings of God that they can possibly contain and more to come. Amen. Amen. What are we waiting for? The gift has already been poured out. We just got to receive it. Thank you, Jesus. Speaking in tongues is a supernatural and super important, powerful part of our journey. As a child of God. We must be born again. In Jude chapter 1, in verse 20, it says, But ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Building up your most holy faith. Not your brothers, not your sisters, but your most holy faith. Anybody need more faith? Let me tell you something. You're going to need it. <laughs> You're going to need it because all of you who raised your hand and said you want to fulfill the purpose that God has called you to, you're going to need a whole lot of faith. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. 
Because it takes faith to accomplish something big for God. Anybody feel like they've been called to accomplish something big in this life? And I don't care what age you are. What age you are. And I love it that Brother James just raised his hand too. Again, Brother James is the oldest person in this church, I believe. But still feels like they've been called to accomplish something great. Turn for God. We're never too old. Thank you, Jesus. We're never too young to accomplish something great for God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. See, when you're speaking in tongues and praying in tongues in your most holy faith, you're speaking that language to God. You don't understand it. Oh, glory to God. This is so good. And because you're speaking in tongues, whew, you don't understand it, but you have entered into that spiritual realm. Oh, into that spiritual realm where the future man, that future sister, praise God, is seeing things and seeing their lives as it should be. And what are you doing? You're praying for it to manifest. I believe you are praying for it to manifest because it's going to take some faith. And see, that gift that God has given us, we need to learn how to use that gift. Anybody ever received a gift and they had to learn how to use it? Uh, what's that machine, the coffee machine that I have? Not the Keurig. The espresso. Any of y'all got an espresso machine? Oh, praise God. That's cool. I'm the only one? You know, so, so often I feel unique, right? We were at the funeral the other day and my wife looks around and she says you're the darkest one in here <laughs> she's so cute right and I said I never cease to feel unique <laughs> praise God a uniqueness that God has given each and every one of us. That Keurig machine is unique and it, it makes me feel unique that I'm the only one that has one at this time. Some of y'all gonna go out and get one, I know y'all. But that Keurig, not the Keurig, but the espresso machine. The espresso machine makes the best coffee. Absol Who's the coffee drinkers in here? Y'all ever had espresso? You go out to different places, add espresso? Espresso uh, takes coffee to a whole other level. Whole other level. And I, I really like my coffee. And so I had to learn how to use that espresso machine. It wasn't going to sit there as a gift to me and then just work on its own. And then the first time I made it, I got it wrong. I did it all wrong. I followed the instructions even. But Robert, I got it wrong. And the coffee wasn't that good. I said, this ain't the kind of espresso I've had out before. So guess what? I had to practice using it. Right. And the more I practiced, the better the coffee got. Right. I always used, <laughs> used to say, I'm just a nice shade of coffee, that's all. And it, it helps my complexion. <laughs> Praise God. But we got to feel good about who we are in Christ Jesus. And let me tell you something. This world will beat us up, stomp us to death, and make us feel worse than anything. But here comes the Holy Ghost. Woo! Glory building us up. 
Hallelujah. Edifying us. And then when we begin to speak in tongues, we begin to now. How does it say? Let me say it the right way. Praise God. But ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith. How many of y'all got faith that you will accomplish that which God has called you to do? You better show sure enough build up yourself in that most holy faith because somebody else going to come along and try to knock you down. So you got to build up yourself. That's where speaking in tongues is for your benefit. Praise God. I hope I am painting a picture this morning of you being filled with the Holy Ghost so good that you feel kind of stupid if you don't get it. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Whew. There's a story that's told, right? about uh, this preacher and he held up this dollar it was many many years ago when kids were kids and a dollar meant a lot and he held up a dollar and he said whoever will come and take this dollar you can have it. kids bolted up to the man I want it 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 and he, he just kept saying whoever comes and takes this dollar you can have it and they just kept yelling, I want it, I want it, I want it. I was first, I was first, I want it, I want it. And then this one little boy who was way in the back, he got it. And he bolted up to that man. He climbed up the side of his arm, took that dollar out of his hand, and he got it. Uh-huh. He got the dollar. Everybody else saying they want it, they want it, they want it. See, if you want the Holy Ghost, it is there for you to receive it. But you, you got to go ahead and ask it. But you're the one that's going to have to open your mouth. You're the one that's going to have to start praising God. You're the one who is going to have to speak in tongues because it's a gift. And you're going to have to use the gift. And you're going to have to practice the gift. And you're the one that's going to have to get good at using the gift. There's some of us that haven't uh, spoken tongues in a long time. You need to. Because I'm telling you, you need to build up your most holy faith. Because God is bringing you through the bypass. We got to bypass this brain that is stopping us from receiving that which God has called us to do. There is a clog somewhere in the brain. And we've got to circumvent that bad boy to get to where God wants us to be. I'm preaching to me this morning. If I ain't preaching to you, I'm preaching to me. Praise God. In Romans chapter 10, in verse 9, and I'm going to read through verse 11, it says, That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Great beginning. Great beginning. Confess the Lord Jesus. Okay? And, and we made that confession last week. Those of you who were baptized in Jesus' name, you made that confession last week. Some of you sitting out there, maybe you haven't been baptized in Jesus' name yet. Maybe some of you have never really made Jesus your Lord and Savior yet. But you are not going to get around that today. Praise God. God sent me with this message just for you. 
<clears throat> Verse 10 says, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Let me tell you something, if you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, ain't no shame in you receiving the Holy Ghost. Ain't no shame in you speaking in tongues, praise God. You get rid of that shame. I'm telling you, the world will try to convince us this is not real. Other Christians will try and tell you this is not real. But who are you going to agree with this morning? I'm not telling you to agree with me, but do you agree with his word? Agree with his word. And that is whereby we get saved when we believe and we agree with his word. So now I'm going to go ahead and have an altar call. Those of you who are online this morning and you feel the, the heed to come to the altar, you, there's an altar everywhere. The altar really is in your heart. Amen. But see, when we're at church, praise God, there is a liberty in the Holy Spirit. And we come to the altar that is here, that has been made by hands, praise God, but we come to the altar in our heart, to the altar that has been made with hands, praise God. So if anybody here has not made Jesus your personal Lord and received salvation, or if you've been born again, baptized in Jesus' name, but you haven't received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and spoken tongues, you need to receive that which is promised to every person. It doesn't matter where you are, what you're called to do, every person needs those two things, praise God. So is there anybody here today who would say, I need one or both, raise your hand. I need one or both. Praise God. <clears throat> Praise God. I need one or both. Let me say them again. Anybody here who has not made Jesus your personal Lord and Savior? If there's anybody in here that has not received salvation, been born again, and have not received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues, raise your hands again. Don't be ashamed. Raise your hands. I want to see your hands. Praise God. All right. <clears throat> so, You either need to make Jesus your Lord or you need the baptism of the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues. And now I just say those two things, because if you have not been baptized in Jesus name, gone down in the water, that will come later. My wife received the Holy Spirit before she was baptized in Jesus name. And then she just followed through and got baptized in Jesus name. So it can happen either way. All right. Praise God. So if that's you. <clears throat> Those of you who raised your hands, I want you to be so bold now as to step out into the aisle. Praise God, step out into the aisle this
Thank you, Jesus. Now make your way on down to the altar, those of you who raised your hand this morning and now are standing out in the aisle. God is getting ready to do what only God can do this morning. Praise God, just step right on up, amen. Make room enough for everybody. As they come, I want everybody to just fill the front of this room because those of you who already have the Holy Spirit, praise God, we're going to have you come down and you're going to be laying hands on these people because the Bible says, you know, that those who were desiring the Holy Spirit, they called for the elders and they laid hands on them and they received, praise God. So I, it is just awesome what God is doing here. See, see, God wants you to grow and he wants you to experience everything that he has for you. God has storehouses up in heaven that he does not want to leave empty. He prays, leave full. He wants them to be emptied out by you. Praise God. Your name is on them. Praise God. Praise God. I want you to know that God has already provided. He has already given the gift of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Praise the Lord. See, we're going to pray with you this morning so that you receive right here and right now. Your life is going to change from this point on in the journey. The bypass, you have bypassed your brain this morning just by coming to the altar. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Jesus, we thank you. The Bible says that Jesus is the one who fills us with his Holy Spirit. So you have to receive the giver. The giver. Receive Jesus this morning. Before you receive his gift, you've got to receive Jesus. Praise God. Many people today, they just assume that they're a Christian. I'll repeat that again. Many people today, they just assume that they're a Christian just because they believe that Jesus is the Son of God. They might even go to church regularly and they might be a very moral person, but that's not what salvation is. Salvation is making Jesus your personal Lord. As Romans 10 and 9 says, if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart, that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. We need to acknowledge that Jesus is the Son of God. Praise God. The Bible says in James chapter 2 and verse 19 that the devil believes and trembles at the name of God, but he's not saved. He is not saved. So you, you got to make a commitment with your heart for your life this morning. So if you have not really done that, I want you to raise your hand right now. Raise your hands, praise God. I want you to be bold now, praise God. Hallelujah. And let us pray. Say, Father, I want you to repeat after me. Father, Father God, I am sorry for my sin. I believe Jesus died to forgive my sins. And I receive that forgiveness. I believe Jesus rose in victory. Conquering death, hell, and the grave. Jesus, I make you my Lord and Savior. I believe that now, you, praise God, I believe that now you live in me. I am saved. I am forgiven. 
In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Now I ask you that are standing here this morning, do you believe that? Okay, you believe that? Let's just praise him some more. Let's just praise the Lord. Praise God. But we're not done yet. We're not done yet. Praise God. Now, is it any wonder? Now, you just made Jesus your Lord and Savior. Those of you who need to be baptized in the water, we'll schedule a time for you to be baptized in the water because you're going to need it. But see, is it any wonder that even though we just did that, we all still look the exact same? on the outside but on the inside oh there is a difference oh a bypass in your brain has been made <laughs> praise god praise god the inner person has changed see jesus cleans us and he purifies us praise god you are forgiven everything that you've ever done you are forgiven praise god that act of baptism that is just in obedience but see it is with the heart that we are baptized praise god jesus baptizes our heart praise god and he makes it clean and pure in romans 8 and verse 11 it says but if the spirit of him that raised up jesus from the dead dwell in you he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Your mortal bodies are quickened, praise God. So everyone here who has made Jesus your personal Lord and Savior, according to the scriptures that we have read this morning, you are now the temple, the temple of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost comes to dwell inside you. In 1 Corinthians um, Chapter 9, it says, this is truly what God made you for. This is what you were made for. Not all that other stuff that we've been striving for, that we've been asking for, that we've been seeking for, praise God. This is what we have been made for. All, that, all those other doors that we've been knocking on, praise God. You found the right door this morning. Amen. And so now, now we're here. And I want you to know this, there's no begging and pleading. That's not necessary to receive the Holy Spirit. You ain't gotta beg and plead, praise God, for Jesus to come in. I want you to understand, Jesus has already poured it out. See, when we make our temples ready by what you just did, confessing and professing and asking Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. You're inviting him in this morning. Praise God. And he wants to come in. God wants you. Power wants you. Love wants you. Joy wants you. Peace wants you. Your destiny wants you this morning. God truly wants everything for you and you to fulfill everything that he's called you to fulfill. Praise God. For some, he's been knocking at our heart's door for a long time, hasn't he? <laughs> he has and never, he has never and he never will force himself in. He'll knock, he'll keep knocking, but he will never force his way in. You have to extend him an invitation. You have to invite his Holy Spirit's presence to dwell in you. Praise God. 
So God has already done what we are now desiring. He's been waiting on you to open up and receive his gift. So we're going to pray this morning. And those of you who have the Holy Spirit, I only want those who have the Holy Spirit to lay hands on those who need to receive the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm going to pray this prayer. You don't have to pray it. But I'm going to pray this prayer. I just want you to listen. And when, I, when it gets to a point in doing something, I'm going to ask you to do it. Praise God. So, Father, I open up the door of my temple. Raise your hands. And I welcome your Holy Spirit. Father God, come into my heart and take control of my life. Jesus, I want your power. I want this gift of speaking in tongues. So Holy Spirit, I open up and I allow you to come into my life like a flood with power, praise God. I thank you, Jesus, for changing my life for now and always, praise God. See, the Bible tells us if we being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children, go ahead and worship the Lord. How much more your heavenly Father will give the Holy Spirit to those who ask. It is a promise. So wouldn't you give good gifts to your children, especially when they ask? Know that your Heavenly Father wants to give you the Holy Spirit. So now that you've asked, I want you to ask one more time. Lord, I ask you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. I want you to repeat that. Lord, I ask you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. And now that you have asked, know that your Heavenly Father has already given it to you. So stop asking. No more asking. And now I want us to begin believing. Believing by thanking him for that he has already given you, the Holy Spirit. I want you to thank him out loud. I want you to thank him from the inner man. I want you to raise your hands when you thank him, praise God. Thank him from your heart that is changed, from the heart that has been changed. I want you to thank God. I want you to pour your heart out to him. I want your thanksgiving to be unto God for the infilling of your Holy Spirit this morning, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Scripture says you bless the Lord when you lift your hands. That is a sign of complete surrender. So continue to bless the Lord. Continue to thank him. So now it's time to change from thanking him. From thanking him in English. And I want you to just start praying in tongues this morning. I want you to just let the Lord have your mouth. Stop thanking him and praising him in English, but allow now the Holy Spirit to come in. Hallelujah. Keep on praising and worship him. But I want you to let the tongues just roll. Praise God. Speak in tongues that only the Holy Spirit can bring about the utterance of those tongues. Stop speaking it in English. We now transform from praying in our tongue and start thanking him in the gift of that heavenly language for giving you the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Uh, thank you, Jesus. You might be thinking, how do I do that? Well, let's clear something up right now. The Holy Spirit isn't going to force you to speak in tongues. He's not going to come and take control of your tongue. Praise God. That's why some never do it. And they're still waiting for the Holy Spirit to take control of their mouth. You're the one that has to speak in tongues. Just like I was the one that had to use that curic, that uh, uh, as 
espresso machine. You're the one. You got to release it. And when you begin to speak in tongues, hallelujah, it is just that heavenly language. Those of you who know how to speak in tongues, pray in that most holy faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You gotta do it for yourself, praise God. You gotta allow, hallelujah, yourself to make that bypass. Bypass your brain. Go right into the Holy of Holies this morning. Praise God. We thank you this morning, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Mighty God, mighty God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. Right to your heart and pray. When you pray from your heart, and that's what it takes. Huh? Oh, yes, let the tongues flow this morning. Praise God. Pray from your heart this morning. I hear you speaking in tongues this morning. Do you hear Hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah. Mighty God, the power of the Holy Spirit this morning. Mighty God, we don't want to miss it. Praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. That's the power that you've received today, this morning. Hallelujah, the power God has given you. It transcends and it overcomes the flesh. Mighty God, mighty God. Thank you this morning, Jesus. Thank you for the mighty moving of your Holy Spirit, O oh God. Thank you, Lord, for the heavenly language that you have blessed us to speak in this morning. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The Bible says that believers will speak with new tongues. Praise God. I want you all to say it right now. I am a believer. And I will speak in tongues. Praise God. I am a believer. And I will speak in tongues. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, we are in your presence and we thank you and love you. We are grateful for all that you are here right now. And we thank you, Lord, that we are truly born again and receive complete salvation, which you have already provided, my God. We just receive it, my God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Mighty God, we thank you. We praise you, Lord. Almighty oh, God, mighty God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Father, as we stand before you in complete surrender, we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We receive with gladness your Holy Ghost with power the gift of speaking in tongues, and we thank you for all the gifts of the Holy Spirit that come with it, my God. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, righteousness, holiness, godliness, mercy, favor, my God, hallelujah, forgiveness, prosperity, cleanness, wisdom, my God, unity and happiness, my God, all in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Saints of God, when you pray in tongues, it is your spirit praying. When you pray in tongues, it is your spirit praying. It is bypassing the flesh. Your spirit bypasses the flesh. Hallelujah. Because the flesh is enmity against the spirit. Praise God. The flesh worketh against the spirit. It says it in Galatians chapter 5. And it says, This I say, then walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit. That's why we got to create this bypass around the flesh this morning. Praise that is a brain bypass. We just totally go around the flesh of the brain because that is what carnal is. Praise God. See, the flesh is contrary and the spirit are contrary one to another so that you cannot do the things that you would. You all want to fulfill the things God has called you to do. The flesh doesn't want you to do that. Praise God. The flesh is going to work against you to do the things that God has called you to do. But see, being filled with the Holy Spirit is going to give you that power to do all those things that God has called you to do. God has called you to greatness this morning. Hallelujah. There is no lack in God. I'm telling you, there's going to be some wealthy folk in here, not just wealthy in abundance of love and joy and peace and all the fruit of the Spirit, but there's going to be some prosperous folk in here, praise God. Some of you are going to be so wealthy in monetary, you're not even going to believe it. And it's going to happen sooner, sooner than later. Praise God. God has been waiting on you. God has been waiting on you. Praise God. And see, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit has been received here this morning. Praise God. Anybody who had a raising of hands know they got filled with the Holy Spirit? No, they did. No doubt about it. Praise God. Look at the hands going up. Praise God. Woo. Do like I did. Do like I did. And that's why I shared my testimony with you this morning. When I got the Holy Ghost right, I thought, how strange, how weird. I'm not convinced. I went home in the privacy of my own prayer closet. Nobody else around. I didn't want anybody else around. I just wanted me and my God, my Savior. I wanted his attention and his alone. I didn't want anybody else's attention. And he confirmed. Because I went home, Sister Helen. I went home, Sister Phyllis. Praise God. I went home, Sister Amy. I got on my knees, praise God, and I prayed and prayed, Sister Monique, I prayed and prayed, and I spoke in tongues and spoke in tongues and spoke in tongues and spoke in tongues. Sister Debbie, couldn't nobody stop me from speaking in tongues. Amen. Praise God. See, there is a power that the world does not want us to experience. There's a power even that worldly churches don't want to experience. They have a form of godliness, but they're denying the power thereof. There's power in speaking in tongues. <laughs> there is power in speaking in tongues. Praise God. So if we've got some struggles, praise God, don't be the pastor on the boat that had a struggle with gambling. Don't be the pastor on the boat that had a struggle with uh, adultery. Don't be the pastor on the boat that couldn't wait to get off the boat because his was a struggle and gossiping and he wanted to tell everybody about those other two pastors. Tell God your story and God will tell you your real story. 
your real story. Don't be denied your real story. That is your history. We read about Israel Houghton's history this morning and what impact he had. Praise God. God's got an impact for your story that is going to bless millions. 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 Somebody say, I got the Holy Ghost. I spoke in tongues. Praise God. God bless you. Praise the Lord. At this time, you can return to your seats. I'm going to pray a prayer of dismissal. Go home. Get in your secret closet this afternoon, this evening, and speak in tongues. Don't let it, don't let anything hinder you this, this evening. Praise God. Oh, what a wonder working power our Lord is. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let the journey continue. <laughs> Praise God. I told y'all 2023 was going to be different. It was going to be exciting. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. There were some that came to the altar this morning that have never been to the altar before. Praise God. And especially for themselves, they may have come and prayed for somebody else, but never to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. How great is our God. Can we just praise him one more time? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Those of you who have watched this uh, morning online, we hope that you just joined with us. You know, as we were led by the Holy Spirit in this message this morning, to receive with gladness his Holy Spirit and with power and all the benefits that come with that month. God is great and greatly to be praised. We thank you and we look forward to you seeing us again, being with us again next week. God bless. And we're going to say a prayer of dismissal. Father, we thank you this morning. Oh, how we love you, Jesus, because you first loved us. We thank you, Lord, for the experience that we have had here this morning. We give you all glory, honor, and praise. We thank you, Lord, for those that have been truly born again here this morning. We thank you, Lord, that they follow through, those that need to be baptized in Jesus' name, that they will receive the baptism in water in the name of Jesus, and their salvation will be complete. But in their hearts, my God, hallelujah, oh, they have been baptized with your Holy Spirit, with the power that they need, Oh, their lives are forever changed, oh God. They are on their way to greatness, my God. For the greatness is in them, each and every one of them. And for that we say thank you, in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord.